if men are allowed to have that type of an intentional theme on a fake day that they made up and women decide to have a day where they go, hey, women, hug yourself. Wow. What the holy shit. That's yeah. That says to me everything we need to understand about actually what's going on in this type of conversation. Hey, and welcome to My Vagina Hurts, a podcast putting a new spin on the phrase, my head hurts. Because let's be honest, sometimes what life throws at you when you're a professional mother, partner, and friend doesn't just make your head hurt. Are we professional podcast producers? No. But do we have a reputation for oversharing in public? Yes. So join us, your hosts, Kelly Cummins, Courtney Laverdane, and myself, Devin McNally, as each week we release a new episode on topics like what babies did to our sex life, how women's organizations are mostly cults, and how bad sex can lead to death. You know, all the topics your grandma told you never to bring up at the dinner table. So welcome to My Vagina Hurts. I'm Devin. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelly. Well, today we're talking about a hot topic for me, and it is all about International Women's Day, Women's History Month, and sort of the conversation that I have been seeing both in public on social as well as in corporate communication types of channels. So I definitely want to get your guys' opinion. But to kick things off, I really just wanted to lay the, the foundation here. So according to the United Nations official website, The first nationally recognized International Women's Day in the United States was in 1909. The Socialist Party of America designated this day in honor of the 1908 garment workers' strike in New York, where women protested against working conditions. But the true first milestone for this movement in America happened so much earlier in 1848, Um, Indigenous women over, um, they were barred over speaking about Mm anti-slavery. And so Americans, Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucretia Mott congregated a few hundred people at the nation's first women's rights convention in New York in 1848. That is often overlooked, but I wanted to uh, lay the foundation of where this conversation truly started. Um, And we won't be spending a ton of time on like deep rooted history on this day, but I do want to encourage everybody to take the 10 minutes and go through the milestone summary that we'll link in the show notes on the UN's website. It's actually incredibly eye-opening just how long these conversations have been going on. Slightly infuriating. (laughs) I was going to say, damn, I didn't even know (laughs) all of those details and that is crazy. Yes. Um, But today specifically, I just want to talk about how companies are taking all these DNI initiatives and these months, and they are copy and pasting an event that they see somewhere else, or they're completely sort of flopping the opportunity. And, you know, they're engaging in the wrong conversation. And this year's theme really, really fired me up. And so I don't know if you guys um, knew before that actual day, but International Women's Day was March 8th. And the theme this year from the national website, which is different than the UN's website, was hashtag embrace equity. That was the overarching theme. And when you go to the national America or... It seems so. It doesn't say like America. It doesn't say the USA. The website is is pretty uh, generic, but it says um, on the website it says the aim of International Women's Day 2023. The theme is to get the world talking about why equal opportunities aren't enough. People start from different places, so true inclusion belongs. Uh, and belonging require equitable action. And this website was designed to curate moments and events and content around International Women's Day. So it doesn't, it doesn't say Hmm. in general. Um, And I am not going to lie, I spent a long time digging to figure out who pays for the website where did it come from? How, who's it? And I can't find it. I mean, I can not figure it out. I did find that it 
it started from a few women that I think were just trying to pre Facebook, trying to like aggregate and, you know, spark conversation around the content. Back to the topic. The hashtag embrace equity, their call to action was to create shareable moments. They wanted you to submit a picture of you hugging yourself. And that was how you were going to show you stood in solidarity with around who? embracing <laughs> like, equity. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's about as cringe so, as it gets. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't, even out of context, I don't want anyone ever telling me to hug myself. I find <laughs> that incredibly weird. But the UN's theme, just for context, for this year was digital, digital, A-L-L in capitals. I don't, and it says innovation and intent and technology for gender equality, the focus on getting technology and is crucial to advancing the rights and growing digital gender, decreasing the gen- digital gender pay gap and mm. gap in education. Completely different. I mean, different. that's better than hugging yourself. Yes. Yeah. And it's completely different. So to kick this Do off. Do you remember that Justin Bieber song about Selena Gomez? Um, Which one? <laughs> the, the love yourself one. That's what this hugging, that's what this hugging reminds me of that song where it's like, if you like the way you look that much, baby, you should go and love yourself. Uh, Yeah, you're right. That should be the theme for it. But let me ask, did you guys submit a picture of yourself hugging yourself? Oh, no, no. I mean, so I get the sentiment of what they're attempting to say here is like self-love is important and blah, 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 blah. But on all the days or times of the year, month of the year, to say something like that, like, shouldn't be everyone else attempting to hug us metaphorically? Yeah, Yeah, not physically. (laughs) I do think that that's the first issue because I was watching last week tonight with John Oliver and, you know, he always does the montages of funny things that newscasters do. And they had, of course, the clips of all the men just being really awkward around wishing their counterparts happy International Women's Day. And what that reminded me of is that I think no one really understands what the day means because there's a difference between mother's day and say black history month so it's like yes you wish someone happy mother's day you celebrate the mothers in your lives on mother's day you you know you want to do nice things for them (laughs) right but it's not about empowerment like you know mother's day is not about this is the day where we're gonna fix all the problems mothers have right where it's like you have like black history month women's history month that's supposed to be about advancement, education, you know, it's not a celebration. And I feel like your general public, especially in America, think that it's just like, oh, tell a woman you care about her day. Yeah, I did some research too, to see like, what are other countries doing to celebrate? And so, you know, specifically, like when you Google it, it pulls up all the first world countries and what they're doing, right? So like, Italy, Germany, Russia, like in general, it's viewed as a cross between Valentine's Day and Mother's Day, where men out there in the world are supposed to go out there and buy a gift or flowers of some sort to recognize the woman in their life for being a woman. That's so some weird is, stuff. Right. Yeah. That just perpetuates all of the downstream impact all year. The ones that say like women just want to feel special all year they just want the things or you know it's not it's takes away from the actual point the history that it's rooted in and the whole point and no one companies especially are taking this and just either marketing it to make money or yes. trying to sort of placate the Crack women the in their don't company know what it means right they're just and like I mean, I so on the International Women's Day website, they have like corporate resources and it's like a copy and paste, like here's what you send out, here's what you say, here's what you do. And I would venture to guess a lot of American companies just took that and had their like DNI group or their HR group, whichever mm-hmm. they have, send it in an email because it 
when I challenged it in my company directly to the DNI group, they said, well, this is what the International Women's Day or, like says to do. Like they just flat out had that response already ready to go. And I was like, there can't be women that submit these pictures. There were, there was probably, I think, at least six shared on the internet out of a company of thousands, but whatever, you know, whatever floats their boat, I suppose. But I will say this, I had a visceral reaction to the ask, the call to action. Like, oh yeah, visceral reaction. I was like, you think the problem is that I don't love myself enough and that this hug is going to solve that? Like, that is how I took it. (laughs) Like, I go, you think... (laughs) <laughs> me not getting paid equally can be solved by me just going, it's okay. I love you, Devin, in the mirror. But take a picture of it for proof. Like- take a picture of it for proof. I came across something on Instagram. It was a it was a feed from someone's LinkedIn post. It was a young woman. And uh, she was sharing that the company that she works for posted uh, essentially, and she knew this was happening there. They were expanding her department. So they were looking to hire essentially her, uh, her, her role, like mm-hmm. double her role, hire a new person to do what she also does. And she must be in California or something because she commented in this thread that because of the new um, pay equity law, pay transparency laws, they had to post the range. And she said that it was like astronomically more than what she makes. Like even the bottom, the bottom number was even more. And she said, so you know what I did? I applied. And she said, it immediately starts coming up in meetings. Like, Oh, you know, some of some of you might blah, 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 you know what they have to say might be thinking that so on and so forth. And it ended up getting so bad that they took the job posting down altogether. So instead of confront, you know, confronting the problem, saying that they they messed up and maybe they need to give this young woman a raise, they just deleted it. I I am sure those pay equity and pay transparency laws out in the in those states because our company is um, based out of New York, so any job listing technically, no matter what, now has those salary ranges. Even if you are remote work, even if you are out of Detroit, even if you are oh, out of any of the because of the headquarters. So, yep. So all as soon as those laws went into place, I was just in a rabbit hole looking to see if they update it. And granted, they took forever to update those postings. And they're probably still hit and miss. And I remember sending screenshots to some of my um, other directors going, we need to be prepared for questions from those mid-level and entry-level folks, because I know what they're making. And it's not this. And I, we need to be prepared to answer this. We better start getting some answers for some of like, Hey, I saw this. Cause like, that's what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I noticed that I'd be like, well, Hey, yeah. You know? And of course there's a yeah. lot of nuance, like, you know, sure. you've been in the role for two years and inflation has changed and sure. things have changed. Yep. Sure. Of course. But um, at the end of the day, I'm right there with everybody else where it's like, if you see this and you have this role and it's triple. And it's your, it's our job as like the leads of the company to be able to talk about that. Like there is a range for a reason. It is okay to talk about inflation. It is okay to explain how the money works in the system. It's not okay to have a $70,000 difference. Like that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things that's really been bothering me is that I feel like, you know, companies, celebrities, and individuals just jump on this bandwagon every time they see something sort of trending. So they see hashtag embrace equity and they're like on board with it without actually thinking about it. Like like throw it on all our posts. Yes. Companies are still using male crash dummies for testing vehicles, facial recognition software that only recognizes white people and not anybody, Mm -hmm. uh, any person of color. And like, they're still thinking 
that they are doing this great PR spin and going, look at us, we embrace equity, we're doing all these things. And I'm going, man, you're just missing the mark on all of these things. So I did start to look back at the national messaging versus the global messaging. And I wanted to know like if it was always spun in a weird way for I'm gonna I'm gonna just assume North America, America type of marketing. And I don't know if you guys saw some of the notes, but the UN theme last year was gender equality today for a more sustainable tomorrow, focused on equality and climate change. And the International Women's Day theme was breaking the bias. And it was just about making a statement around like your, your, um, your unintentional bias that you might have, right? Mm-hmm. None of the sentiment is bad on any of these, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just a completely different. Yeah. Well, it's like they had to, they had to like dumb it and water yeah. it down. Yes. Stupid yes. Americans. Well, it got, it got sort of weird. So like in 2021, the UN's theme was women in leadership, achieving an equal future in a COVID-19 world, focus on women in healthcare. And ours was choose to challenge not related to healthcare or anything like that. It was just challenge the status quo. And, you know, because God forbid we talk about women in healthcare here. Oh yeah. No. Cause it was such a hot button. Well, especially not during COVID don't touch it. Exactly. And it was almost like this blatant avoidance of true issues which I find to be quite the Yeah, like looking at all of these, like the ones like 2020, each for equal, 2019, balance for better. There's no action that you can take around these phrases. No, they're they're catchphrases. Yeah, it's it's another social hashtag. They make a nice hashtag. They make a good header on your newsletter. Yeah, but there's nothing you can grasp onto to actually have something to give a damn about and do make change with like the all of the other ones i am generation equality realizing women's rights think equal build smart innovate for change there's i mean think equal build smart innovate for change is a little fluffy too but these are at least the un is thinking more like yes tangible. And the the un was actually a paragraph long in each of these the okay. so like the generation equality was during all the protests that were happening in the middle east Mm-hmm. And so the UN's yeah. focus was on that. Mm-hmm. And it was just about women's like rights. Real and issues. Yes. Right. They yeah. were all tied to present day at that moment issues to make something tangible and relevant mm-hmm. to anybody that saw the message. So I was thinking, do you think America tries to corporatize the issue, not only to make it shareable or marketable, but to sort of, like you said, Courtney, do we have to dumb it down? Is this a money and a politics thing where everyone is afraid to have a real conversation? It's probably all of that. You know, it's like America needs to, you know, we, we have to commercialize everything. You know, it's, it's the Valentine's day and Christmas of it all. Right. Well, I think nobody wants to be the one to like, well, it's generally speaking, like people don't want to be the one to have a voice and stand out and be different. And so that's where the question between like what's expected and what's impactful, right? So like everybody's checking the box with this expected thing. You copy paste what the IWD gives you and that's, you've done your part, but is that really making an impact? Are you really being thoughtful about the difference you're making? No, because they've made it easy for you and they've done the work for you. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand is why veer so far away from the global conversation. Why not tie it way closer together? It doesn't have to be like, I understand in 2021, the thought of making International Women's Day, although I am sure we could go back and find women's protests in 2021 around nurses around healthcare that could have easily tied to this but let's just say we needed to avoid that but like how come we can't focus on women in leadership and instead they choose words like challenge or balance or like breaking it's just Mm -hmm. to me just a very obvious way to placate every female in the U.S. And I obviously don't know enough about the political landscape in other countries 
But one thing I see when I look at when I look at this list in a whole, you know, 2019 through 2022, in America, we have so many different groups of thought where I can see the these themes coming out because it's like, okay, what can we say that is not going to make any woman feel, any group of women feel upset? Because, you know, we were just talking about this, even though we're all women and one would think we would all want the same mm. things in here in America, that is obviously far from the truth. Yeah, but we still see that no matter what, you still have women during International Women uh, Women's History Month or inter on International Women's Day saying all the things, talking about how awful all the women are. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could say like balance for better and people are still going to go, well, why are you trying to balance? You should be staying at home or, you know, all the, it doesn't matter either way, but all the themes, the catchy phrases that we, I have in this list to me just put the blame back on the women instead of the problem. Yeah, and full circle, bring it all the way back to this year's theme where it's literally about yourself. It's yeah. like, what's next? Like how much more watered down can it get? It's already yeah. turned all the way back around to us. I what's would love year? to find out who came up with embrace equity or whatever I mean, it is. I am trying so hard to figure out where this site came from because the only history I could find is that it was built in 2001 and it was just meant to like aggregate company information all in one spot, like, you know, pre, pre Facebook post live journal phase, like right. where, where you find like public info. And I can't find the people that run it either. So mm -hmm. like the individuals. So mm -hmm. I'm like, well, Yes, it like it usually has all that information, or at least the business LLC information, any nonprofit information. All of that is usually somewhere. somewhere yeah, at least mm -hmm. that is suspicious. It is. It is, and it's not. It doesn't seem like a user-generated site um, no. where you know everybody like a Wikipedia thing. But you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was: did any? Did you notice? Like I had a huge eye roll that day. I was just like annoyed with people going happy international women's day, like in that weird way or mm -hmm. making it really uncomfortable at work. I hated all of it. I hated the whole thing. Um, and I'm a raging feminist and I hated the whole thing. Yes. So it's super frustrating to me, but did anybody stand out? Like, did you notice anybody that did something that was worth talking about in a positive way? Any um, did you see any ads that were, you know, at least in the right direction or was everything just sort of the same old, same old for any international celebration type of, the yeah, old, nothing. The same old, same old. I didn't see, I, I didn't see hardly any acknowledgement of it. It kind of came and went. And I mean, I think yeah. all three of us saw the post that blessing mother right. honestly made and that yes. kind of spoke to what we were feeling and talking about about it but that's the only objecting point of view to and acknowledging it in any way honestly like I didn't yeah see, and we I mean all follow all those different accounts and mm -hmm. that our algorithms are tuned to find right. that type of a messaging if it's out there nothing yeah I I will say I was so annoyed and I am sure I am not the only one and I am sure that there were feelings of annoyance from people of color during February when everything was being placated in that regard I'm sure it happens in all of those marginalized groups when they're given a day or a history month, <laughs> like it becomes this whole ridiculous. Well, and I think that's, that's what we have to remember and keep in mind. It's like every year I go to like a Martin Luther King day breakfast or like a black history month program. And it's like, 
99% black people in this audience, like who, who, like we're preaching to the yeah. choir here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's the same, I think, with International Women's Day, where probably the reason it's embrace equity and send a picture of hugging yourself is because they know no man is reading the website. So what does it even matter? You can't, you can't get a hold of the people who you need to listen anyway. Yeah. And that's the frustrating part. And the worst part is this year alone, we're in March. And this year alone, we have things like banning the books around any history of our country mm. in race or marginalized groups at all. We have stripping the female reproductive rights gone. We have topics that are easily tied back into these moments of time that we get once a year and we just avoid it altogether because companies won't take that big PR stand. They might take a small, subtle stand, you know, with an email here or there, but they will absolutely not make a big PR stand. I will say I did see uh, in my company this month, a, like a ad that, that came through that was actually pretty well done from Ford, but the way they distributed it was pretty smart. It said like, something around in, um, Women's History Month. And it was this huge picture of this guy on it. And it goes, we redesigned a vehicle. And it, it so it catches you off guard, a man's only vehicle. And it was built with only the parts that men built. So right out the gate, like if you don't read the actual content of the email, you're like irritated. And like my first reaction was, no way did they do this. And I asked myself, because it wouldn't have been that surprising if like an internal company like sent a note that shouldn't have been sent. And I was like, no way. And then I read it and I watched the ad and they basically took all the parts of the vehicle out that women were responsible for brakes, windshield wipers, yes. seatbelts, like all of the crux of the vehicle, right. To sort of hammer home that like women engineers and designers are instrumental in the building of vehicles. Incredibly smart, incredibly smart ad. And I will say incredibly smart distribution because it really did fire a bunch of people up to watch yeah, the yeah. ad, but they distributed it in a tiny, 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 tiny silo. Mm -hmm. And I go, well, what, what a miss. Yeah. What a miss. You could have put that everywhere. Cause that's super smart. Yeah. That is more relevant in women's history month to me than like asking me to send a picture, hugging myself personally. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I guess we'll see. I did read an article from, uh, that had a lot around what companies need to really focus on moving forward. And I did want to ask like, what do we think? companies, small businesses and big companies need to be doing to make a, to make sort of this change. We know they're not going to just come out and blatantly change their entire corporate structure. Right. But Aubrey Blanche, she's the global head of diversity and belonging at the Atlassian, Atlassians. Um, it, she says representation without distribution does not count. Corporate level aggregate reports don't actually measure diversity. They measure representation. So it doesn't matter if 30% of your company is made up of women, if they're all marketing and HR, mm -hmm. which I thought was a pretty clear stat. But what do you guys think we sort of holding companies accountable for? I definitely agree with the, the types of roles that women have. I think it's a few things because, you know, it's easy to say, oh, you know, more, more women in executive leadership, but three of us have kind of talked about this, you know, in length at in many different instances where we see the issue of when women finally do get into leader, you know, executive leadership roles, they are either so worried about their safety or making sure that they can make the impact in the way that they need to make the impact that they are no longer willing or able to affect any real change when it comes to their organization. They're just, you know, they made it there and now they just have to do that job and, and live in that man's world. And I think we see that so often. And the problem is it's because there's usually only that one woman who yeah. makes it, you know, all the way to that triangle at the top. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's so much deeper than this one day or even the month. I mean, this is like an issue that companies need to think deeper about 
as a whole. I mean, it, it's just like the blanket statement with, you know, you need to hire more people of color, you need to hire more right. women, you need to do more for minority in general. Like, okay. So let me ask, what do you guys think about having like an international women's day? Like, do we need a a day. If I would ask the same about like a mother's day type of conversation. And I'm not, I haven't figured out if I'm pro against, I don't really know. I guess I feel that nobody understands what it even is for. And that's yes. the problem Yes, that most of your general Americans think that it's just like, oh, it's like, tell a woman, happy International <laughs> yes. Women's Day. Yeah, Great job yeah. being a woman. Commercialization right. of it. Just like you tell somebody, happy Valentine's Day, happy Mother's Day, right. fucking happy birthday for God. There sake. is nothing more awkward to me <laughs> than when a male coworker who doesn't speak to me regularly, or if he does, and it's usually in that condescending tone of or arrogance, comes up to me on that day or sends me a teams chat happy <laughs> international women's day with like the fist emoji right. situation <laughs> i sit there and go like you gotta be kidding like <laughs> i come on i don't know i'm sure the intent is ignorant and nice like or we're oh, just going down the list of his team's people that exactly like oh yes. i did my part not understanding that it should be, you know, a day of a day of work, a day of, you know, it's it's almost like how of advocacy, like yeah, of advocacy. I mean, I will I will say that that's probably one of the nicest things that I've seen in the past almost decade with Martin Luther King Jr. holiday is people have really started to understand that that should be a day of service mm -hmm. and really trying to create and impact some positive change. If International Women's Day could be rebranded as such, that would, yeah. I believe, right. make a difference. So but like it's back um, to like what what action can be taken. Like nobody's yeah, the call to action has to change and yes. be redirected to someone else. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I didn't did not do um, any research ahead of time, but you know, my, I am a social media professional. So I found the director of international women's day. She's actually based out of London and she had, I, I actually think she might be the founder and just calls herself the director. So it doesn't, so it looks more official than it is because, um, I also found her on LinkedIn and she's had this title since 2001. Oh yeah. So, so that would line up. years mm -hmm. that would line up. And I found an article from a few years ago when the theme was balance for better, which you talked about. And in it, she says, I'll put this in the show notes. I don't want to like put this woman on blast on her <laughs> podcast, but I will put the link to all this in the show notes. You guys can read it for yourselves. So specifically bal hashtag balance for better. So the question from the, the author was the 2019 campaign is hashtag balance for better. What does that mean to you and the international women's day team? She says, the Balance for Better campaign theme is based on the belief that a balanced world is a better world, whatever the that's does... supposed to mean. Yeah. I mean. Then it says, we're at an exciting time in history. Due to more recent interest in women's equality from movements like Me Too, the world is starting to notice when balance is absent and celebrate it when it's present. What? The sound bites in this article are horrifying. Oh. The entire article, I'm going to tell you the title, how your photography can make a difference on this International Women's Day. Dear oh. God. And, it's and like, that's the problem right there. It's like showing <laughs> literally shit. all the photos are of like, you know, quote, diverse women. It's oh. bad. Well, that's this sad. makes me so mad, not only because, of course, a woman is leading the website, that that's not surprising, but that it's so, it's so blatantly misdirected, like the intent for her is misdirected, like she is not understanding what the point is, or what the problem is. And it almost feels and you know, it's probably because I'm a cynic. 
like intentional softening, intentional avoidance. Like approved through lots of layers of something. Yes. It seems like she wants to calm down the uproar of the conversation and bring it back to something that everyone that wouldn't offend a man, basically. Yes. That's not going All to of freak that out. Is that, has that vibe. That's yes. a great, yeah, that's a great point. Like that is sort of killing me because the whole point, like if we're given one month to rage out on the internet and have an excuse, right? Let's make it March, right? So let's just full on just rage out and go, well, it was Women's History Month. Leave us alone. Like if you're that afraid of all your men's feelings around you, but like you still, you bring it back to soften it. That bothers me. Did you guys know there was an international man's day? No. And why? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So in what my day? what day? Nove- is? It's November eighth, I think. Um, they it's, should, what, what they are should send communication to all the American men who are like, why isn't there a White History Month? Because th- then they can feel better. You guys, about this it. website, I so I found it when I was doing some digging on like what's going on for International Women's Day, and of course. International Men's Day is a thing. And on their website, it does say happy International Women's Day from the men of the world. Um, Thanks, guys. <laughs> you guys are so nice. <laughs> um, oh, it's it's November 19th. For all the men listeners, if you're interested, it is <laughs> November 19th. Um, that is when... Uh, all the men celebrate the positive value men bring to the world, their families, and communities. We highlight positive role models and raise awareness of men's well-being. But here's the key. Wait, I want you to hear their theme this year. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting ours. for. Waiting for. Oh, if it's Listen, deep, I'm going to scream. Their theme for 2023, zero male suicide. They want to stop male suicide. Now, if men men are allowed to have that type of an intentional theme on a fake day that they made up and women decide to have a day where they go, hey, women, hug yourself. Wow. Holy shit. That's. Yeah. That says to me everything we need to understand about actually what's going on in this type of conversation and just how afraid the people that are creating the marketing materials around International Women's Day, celebrating women or honoring the work that women have done since 1848 Mm -hmm. by softening things. But yet men can come in here and go, you know what, we're going to pretend that this day's all about us, not that the other 364 are not, but let's let's make it a thing here. And we're going to actually try and make this conversation incredibly heavy, incredibly deep. And they use the word suicide. That is wow. a that is a word that most people mm-hmm. don't want to say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm, yeah. The juxtaposition of those two next to each other is, is incredible. Yes. Like, mm, Wow. Yes. I am going down the research rabbit hole on this director of international. (laughs) So she is from Australia. Okay. 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 She was in government in Australia. Red flag. Right. Um, She seems to have a background in finance, but it's so all I hate like I hate that on International Women's Day I have to like rail this woman but this is bothering me so much so I'm just gonna go into it all right her education is in education her first job out of school was an elementary school teacher somehow she became a government official oh no so it's giving uh what's her name vibes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then went on to sit. So she currently sits on multiple boards 
is advisor to multiple businesses, owns a marketing and data analytics company for a year longer than she has been the director of International Women's Day. Who's she married to? And what's also interesting is I cannot find much personal about her. There's no Wikipedia page on this woman. That's super she, weird. Is she a Isn't real it weird? Is this like Ooh. a chat GPT robot situation? <laughs> right. Run by a man. That would make total sense. Oh, fuck. That's I mean, she has a LinkedIn page, but yes, it could, this could all be deep fake. This could all be catfish situation run by like some weird old man trying to get women to calm down. It would not surprise me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. She's touched every industry. Who has touched almost every major industry? Yes. And what also is kind of. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And what's also kind of funny is. She has gone through her entire LinkedIn por- LinkedIn profile and added pieces about gender equality to every single role she's ever had. And it's like, you weren't thinking that in 1995. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, <sighs> something is shady, but... Don't worry, listeners. I will get to the bottom of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll at least include the links. Courtney's, I'll come Courtney's back. on the case. I'm on the case and I'll come back. <laughs> but and, and now, with all that said, why is it that the commercialization has come from the International Women's Day site? And why do we, America, we, First World, whomever, not follow the UN as the main right especially if we call ourselves a global superpower if we're gonna pretend we're gonna be this huge global superpower why are we not aligning with the global messaging on all of these conversations and then marketing it down i get making a shareable or a tangible way for people to get it i understand that but like tie it to one message so that the message is hammered home Like that is the point of marketing. Like it is not to dilute it so much that you cannot actually recall the original message. So maybe we've just uncovered the possibly fake version is to (laughs) cloud our vision for what is happening with UN theming to make everyone confused on purpose and yeah focus on different things. Like, I mean, it, it's the story of America, right? If we get everybody angry at a bunch of different things, they're Mm -hmm. not angry at one thing and they don't, they don't all come together. And if you spend, you know, time on international women's day, going down the rabbit hole of people yelling about how women shouldn't have a day and how women aren't this or that everybody's up in arms. And then you have people like me who are like, screw you for asking me to hug myself. Like, never going to let it go. Like, I find that so ridiculous. Instead of us actually having a conversation, you know, Mm -hmm. about the true problems that still exist. And then I, I stumble on International Men's Day, who's got like a full deep, heavy website built around actual problems and their celebration for International Women's Day, their press release (laughs) is like talking about how women have higher rates of suicidal behavior and how men should be helping them. Huh. Like, like what? Maybe they should host the International <laughs> Women's Day content. Maybe they should. See, like all men what? aren't bad. Like, yeah. There's a web coordinators on here going like men must help women that are discouraged and depressed. Wow. Now, I don't want to ask them what they would suggest because I'm right. too afraid. <laughs> but in theory or at the level at least they're the sentiment isn't women fix it yourself mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah this is depressing <laughs> well i didn't really mean to end on this depressive of a note but we did go down some dark this is super revealing um, like this mm-hmm. is a conversation that obviously is not happening like this i haven't seen any of what we've talked about tonight anywhere else on the internet so hopefully this is and i do think thing. it's it's a reminder for people, take a beat before you jump on some hashtag trend. Yes. Intention, like good intention. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it's okay to not jump on every hashtag that's going that's trending in, in those moments. If you're going to to sort of suggest to your network that you are an advocate or an ally to any marginalized group in any of these things, intentionally choose what you're saying, intentionally follow it up with the actions that match what you said. And because at one point the detectives on my vagina hurts are going to uncover all of the crap. Oh, we are. So. And what I will say to kind of end this on a higher note, see, I'm embracing, I'm embracing myself. I'm bringing myself back up. Okay. You just hugged yourself. I really hope that we can go no, back and that, that, that as, the, that, like, as the image for the episode that we no, use when we Courtney's talk about it. <laughs> just Courtney embracing herself. <laughs> Well, Kelly and I are just drinking. <laughs> so, you know, obviously our question is always, so what can be done, right? And what I immediately thought of and remembered was a lot of the work that the three of us did when we were working together as board members for our women's organization. And the one thing that the three of us all had in common that I think would often vary with, vary from rather national, other chapters and everything is that we were always focused on actionable tools and outcomes. That was always our focus is it's great to sit around and talk about like we just did what's what the fun hashtag is and what we think all the problems are but at the end of the day if there are no tools and resources and actionable steps that someone can share then there's no point to have the conversation yeah. and that's something that i really always appreciated about the three of us is we were always focused on action and i do think that that's kind of if there is any solution to this issue of what the International Women's Day really is and should mean, it should be what are some tools that we can provide women to be able to take some action. Yeah. And I know this conversation today leaned a little bit toward the the Pay Transparency Act and job searching, things like that. So that's going to be my tip that I share of the day is if you are listening and you have a corporate job, take some time to do some research. Even if you're happy with your role, look around because there is a lot of pay transparency out online now. So go look at some similar roles in, even if they have to be in states where there is pay transparency, just so you can start to see and benchmark for yourself where you're at, what level of role that you, you know, might be, that might be available to you. What is the pay for that role based on your experience? And just start to educate yourself and do some research because ultimately we can all sit and complain as much as we want, but until there is true equity, we have to do it ourselves. And that means we have to do the research ourselves. We have to empower ourselves. And if you start looking and realize, oh my gosh, all these roles seem to be paying way more than what I'm making now, then you can make the decision. You can make the decision to either ask for the promotion, ask for the raise, or go and decide to look elsewhere. But if you don't do the research and and take that sometimes scary leap, then you'll never know. And you'll just kind of continue sitting around like, oh, why is nothing happening? Why, are, why am I not moving forward? So that's my tip of the day kind of going off with Courtney, like the education piece, just educate in general. I mean, we've uncovered one small piece of this conversation and the history behind even just International Women's Day as a, you know, as a, a day, but go down your own Google rabbit hole and see what you can discover. And, you know, that's where I think my curiosity really just drove me to wanting to understand why and asking that question and not just accepting a blanketed statement as the answer, you know, like always questioning it, going there, doing the research, having conversations like this, you know, you don't have to go out and go protest on the streets in order to take that action. You can do it just by educating yourself, you know, on all topics, yeah. not just, not just pay gap, not just, you know, in one silo can be, could be on all of the things related to women, women's equality. Yeah, that's great. And I think my 
parting tip is a little bit on what I mentioned earlier, which is take a beat on those shareable trending conversations and be a part of the conversation, but not afraid to change the narrative of that conversation or the direction that conversation is going. It's okay to just make a small ripple in your own personal network. You don't have to change the world. You don't have to challenge your company directly. You can, instead of using that hashtag, actually highlight a woman in your life that has truly made that difference. Redirect the way the conversation can go and talk about it in a different way, just in your own space, not everywhere else. You don't have to take on the weight of that because if enough individuals, men, women, adults, teenagers did that in their own bubble, maybe we would see all those ripples eventually come together and be able to sort of take over how those conversations are being made or started. Um, And that goes for any month that has a celebration uh, tied to it in some way, just so, so the people are reminded of what the true nature of it is, you know, even if it is just a history post and not a personal post, I think that would at least go, okay, that's all nice and well and good. But did you actually know that because of all the crash dummy testing being men, this is why women have a higher fatality rate in car crashes. Like that changes this conversation to go, this isn't a woman's you know, hug herself type of day. This is a, what are we doing to address the issues type of day? There's a lot. I mean, I think I heard that. I don't know if it's currently, or if it was like for obviously a long time historically, which I'm sure is true that most medications were only tested on men. Oh yeah. You guys, did you guys read the article about, um, Viagra was originally for women to, uh, help with period pain. Yes. And Mm -hmm. because, uh, it also gave men erections. They decided to give it to men, not even like split it, remarket it. Nope. Right. You guys don't need this. <laughs> nah, you guys will be fine. <laughs> Maybe the next episode, we can convince the men in our life to wear those, um, uh, contraction machines. Oh yeah. Put them on uh, the podcast. The- I've been begging John for years to do that. <laughs> Such a chicken. That would be fun. I Russell would probably do it. He he wouldn't let us film. If him, Russell do it, he would do if it. Russell do it. I bet we could get John to do oh, it. Oh yeah, I could maybe maybe back him in. Call him Big Baby. Yes. No, I'm sure they would do it. Now now we just have to find a contraction machine. <laughs> you can buy them on Amazon. Of course you can. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not hooking my husband up to an Amazon contraction machine. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's know. like a whole thing. It's like all over the internet, all over those TikTok things, you know, what the kids do these days. Yeah. Just something to ponder. Maybe that's our next episode. Keep an eye out, listeners. <laughs> Maybe that'll be it our first not, video launch behind the it Patreon. Will not be our, it will not be our first video launch episode. <laughs> all right. All right. Mm. All right. Well, thanks, ladies. This was a helpful conversation and hopefully it sparked your interest to go down some, uh, dark rabbit holes and do some light reading before bed well happy Uh, international (laughs) women's month or whatever it is women's history month (laughs) (laughs) cheers oh god it's too late we don't even know what day is it all right we gotta go Bye. bye Thanks for joining us on My Vagina Hurts. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button. Do you have a cringeworthy vagina story that you want to share with us? Submit your vagina scaries on our website at myvaginahurts.com. As always, you can email us at hello at myvaginahurts.com and follow us on Instagram at mvhthepod and on TikTok at myvaginahurts. See you next time. No short dick man